Oh my gosh. Do you think they hear it? Do you think what? Hearing the air conditioner? The- I mean, if it's there, just think that we're, you know, floating in a far off land and yeah. you're hearing like, oh, maybe we're recording this on an airplane. Oh, that'd be beautiful. cool. Or like a private jet. Yeah, our private jet. I feel it. Like, because we've made all that money on YouTube now. Yeah. Hey. I've got a private jet now. We got a $50 tip on, I don't know if that's happy to discuss, but we just got a $50 tip on YouTube and it was great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Blazed. Thank we love you. it. Um, uh. But also, it was so hot in this room as we were recording this podcast. And I was like, you know what? We need some light. <laughs> I mean, we need, need some, some air. air. <laughs> First of all. First of it, all, we need some air. We need some air. And I just was like, I feel like we'll do a better job on the podcast if we are cool yes. and temperate versus if we were going to try to, you know, power through this all overheated. Yes. And now that we video record the podcast, I can't have my hair deflate no. by the middle of the podcast. Jonathan Bailey might be watching. <laughs> all right. Also, if you weren't here for the YouTube chat, the new goal is to get Matt Steele to date Jonathan Bailey of Bridger. The goal is to get Matt Steele to date Jonathan Bailey. The goal is to get Jonathan Bailey to date Matt Steele. That's true. I don't think you'll have much trouble getting me to date Jonathan Bailey. I think Bailey. you're right. We won't have to twist your arm for that one. Yeah, you know, you know, I'm, I I play hard to get, but mm-hmm. I don't think I will do that in this instance. And Mr. Bailey, if you are happily partnered, we apologize. <laughs> but we're just, you know. I pit- don't apologize. Dump him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dump him. Wow. It's all about me up in here, baby. Wow. Okay. Someone's going to turn this show off. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another Two Gay Mats podcast. It's Matt Steele. It's Matt Palmer. And what a week it has been. Truly. Have, I don't know. If you'll follow us on social media, you might see that Matt Palmer and I were together a lot this week. In we were. desert location. It was like Mad Max out there. <laughs> the two of us so. battling it out in the deserts of Palm Springs. How were we battling it out again? Like Mad Max, like with the cars. Oh. Didn't you see Mad Max? I didn't. I fell asleep and I woke up and I was like, oh, they sure are driving. They're <laughs> always driving. Oh, I loved Mad Max. You did. It's like my most off-brand like thing that I love. It's confusing how much you love it. It's I loved it. I was moved to tears. You know, there's a book about how many Mad Maxes they tried to make, and oh, like yeah. the failed. I didn't realize they tried to make that movie so many times and couldn't. Listen, you know, art isn't easy. <laughs> I hope we break out into song throughout the whole. That's <laughs> we my really help. should. People would really like that. So, Matt Steele, I have a question for yes. you. How was your week? Well, most of it. By most, I mean like Thursday through literally just a couple hours ago. Yes. Uh, I was in Palm Springs with you true. and it was lovely I'm sure you will go into more details about that the beginning of the week wasn't as joyful oh no what happened uh, well uh, you, you remember uh, some of you may recall back in March of uh, 2021 okay uh, how I did not get my third stimulus yes long story I'm still dealing with that what oh yeah 
Oh, that's yeah. crazy. But now it's even more into because okay. Long story short, the stimulus was sent to me in a card form, but the card was stolen oh, by Lord. someone and used. So, and that was discovered six months after, re- like me not getting it. Wait, stolen um, from our, like our old apartment's mailbox? Someone stole my uh, third stimulus. Okay, and so for many many months, I've been trying to you know reach out to the bank that d- d- issues those debit card things. Yeah, and so trying to file claims against it and everything being like, I did not spend this money. Right. Um, And the claim has been out for like six months now. And they're still just like, we don't have an answer for you yet. Like they're still disputing it. Um, But because a, uh, card was technically sent to me Mm. uh, it meant that I wasn't eligible for a rebate for my tax refund and so I'm like oh no 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 I am getting that rebate (laughs) darling especially if I do not get this uh uh, what, whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, the debit card. <laughs> yeah, the debit card with like the money. Um, I am getting that rebate and everything. So just, I was on, on Tuesday, I was on the phone for nine hours. Unacceptable. During the day. Um, and when I did finally get in touch with someone, I got disconnected. <laughs> it was it was a horrible day and they were supposed to call me back because mm. I did get in touch with someone again and they were supposed to call me back on Wednesday. Did it happen? Of course not. Jesus. So that was my Tuesday. And then Wednesday, this is another fun story, I got an audition <laughs> for uh, like a guest star role which is just like you're in one episode but it's like a big role for yeah. the one episode. Um and so I got the sides for it to film the audition and they were 12 pages. Seems like, like a lot. And like five scenes. And so I was like, okay, I got to film this by the end of the day because I'm going to Palm Springs tomorrow. Um, and so spent all day working on it, learning it, studying it, perfecting it. I gave the performance of my life, ladies and gentlemen. And right as I was submitting it, I saw in like the special notes from the casting director, only do scene one. <laughs> So I spent all day Wednesday like doing 12 pages of acting and uh, I only really had to do like one and a half. Hey, but I love that you still sent the whole thing. I did. I I, like texted my manager. I was like, should I just send everything? And she was like, "Uh, yeah. (laughs) So so I spent two days of my week just sort of like wasting my time. (laughs) But, you know, I I got to go on vacation with Matt Palmer and friends. Uh, for the rest of the week so that was very lovely Matt Palmer talk about that I mean that was lovely for me before we left for Palm Springs I also had a couple of like phone and like just tax issues I we're an LLC now I had made an LLC for Matt Palmer Music but I kind of I'm going to close that but there's so many California specific not so many but there's a form that was like so unclear on how to fill out for these LLCs and I was really trying to get to the bottom of it I didn't want to have to pay a CPA to do this one form that was like seven pages but really only three pages needed of it needed to be done so I find like I spent all my Monday evening and Tuesday evening because I was like the last thing I want to do is go on this trip and not have this all ironed out because I just want yes. this off my plate and to be done with it so I finally finished it I finally got it all together had my last day of work and you know very happily we went to Palm Springs Thursday night I am probably I'm trying to see if I can throw together a vlog of it because people like vlogs and we were both there I'm not good at that so we'll see if it happens or yeah, if it doesn't vlog- YouTube people like that's like an art and I, in itself. I don't and, have the skills. And we know? don't watch those videos. No. So we don't know like what people want to see of it. But 
Either way, the house was gorgeous. You know how much I love a modern white house with just a few little color pops. Uh, Yeah, some cool tile floors you like. I loved that. And then they had the pool, which was like oddly in like the front yard area, but it luckily had a beautiful view of the mountains behind it and had like a nice gate that like was some privacy around our area. So that was great. I think everybody had a great time. My friend Sarah and her boyfriend Eric were there and friend Joe, boyfriend Tim, Matt Steele. Matt Steele, boyfriend Jonathan Bailey. (laughs) Exactly. And Jackson. Was there? Unfortunately, Jackson was a little under the weather. It wasn't COVID. We tested a lot, <laughs> but he had a sinus infection, and so it was hard for him. He never would have known. He was just as chipper as he always. Which is, is what I said. Yeah. But I was like, whenever we would just be us and him, he's like, I don't think my throat's ever hurt this much. Oh, Jackson. he's like really was going through it, oh, and no. so he was trying to keep it up because again, it was my birthday weekend. But I felt bad for him, and luckily, I mean, again, I did feel bad for him. But a silver lining of that bad situation is. I'm still not sick. That's <laughs> I haven't gotten sick. I don't think anyone would want me to be sick. But I just felt for him that he couldn't have like the full excited time. That oh, he well, he still otherwise. seemed like he was having a really great time. I think he so did too. not bring the energy of the, the room oh down. Oh, my God. Not at all. Yeah, it's not like me playing the video games. <laughs> <laughs> so literally, it was last night, wasn't it? It was, it was the last night. Our last night in Palm Springs. We had just come back from Cheesecake Factory, which like we ate so much bread and like so many. It just like everyone was ready for bed. But to pick the mood up. Well, the options were (laughs) either we can watch Fire Island or play some video games. You all could probably guess where I stood on the you didn't say it. It wasn't like you fought for Fire Island. Well, because it was your birthday celebration, even though it was a month and a half after your birthday. (laughs) So it was like, whatever Matt Palmer wants, I will do and I will do energetically. Yes, but you could have voiced your opinion. Like, it's not like I was the other one. I voiced. I was like, I would love to watch Fire Island. (laughs) And we all know how I feel about video games. The video game won out. The video game won out. (laughs) It's a very cute game called uh, Boomerang Foo. It's a game where you basically play as different, like, um, food items and you fight each other using boomerangs. I was a boba. And uh, I was, I think I was a burger for one of it. I was some fries. You were some fries. Uh, And it just is a fun game. And uh, there were six of us playing on the Switch. I was so glad I brought the Switch because, like, it just was a fun group hang thing. Yeah. Uh, And it was fun. We played multiple. I feel like by the second round, Matt Steele was having more trouble concealing his not wanting to play <laughs> I think because like it's just like and they were like Matt Steele you're, you're doing better you're doing better and it's like no I am not I my character is spinning around in a circle and and just like y'all are just killing it immediately because I can't I can't get hey. bearings right on video games but you all. were on me and Jackson Seaman we won that yes, first round that's true and the second I was round, of no help to you though second round not so much but not the first so round we did well and I'm not actually it's not my game of choice I'm not great at that game but you were very it. good you were I like the okay. best one I would know Joe was better but okay. I was second and you Usually Jackson is better than me, but again, he wasn't on his. He know, was on his deathbed. He was on his deathbed, as we all know. Yeah. Uh, but I think we had a lot of fun. We got a lot of good pictures. We went on the tram. I love the fucking tram. We went to a restaurant called uh, Tropical and more Palm Springs proper because our house was in La Quinta. It just was a fun weekend away, and it's like, oh, I don't want to go back to work tomorrow. Yeah, it's so funny because I rarely go on vacation. Like, like if I ever I travel somewhere, it's always for like a wedding or right. to like go home to visit my family or it's something true. like that and everything. But like, it's rare that I do a vacation thing and like vacation culture just like never ceases to amaze me like (laughs) you get the Airbnb and like the thing that I think shocked me so much about this trip was Mm. y'all brought so much food and then (laughs) and then didn't eat it Eat some of it. There, we a good amount. I remember like showing up because yes. I was the last one to show up because yeah. I had to film a 12 page audition. <laughs> and then just being like, oh, there's so much food. We're going to be snacking the whole time. And 
all every single day I was like, no one's eating the snacks. You could eat the snacks. This is what I I'm know, confused. but I didn't want to be that one asshole who's oh, just eating all the snacks. The snacks are there for people. You're, I mean, you should be eating let's it. Let's not get it twisted. I did eat the most snacks out of anyone, I feel. <laughs> like, I was the one who was consistently walking back and forth to the counter. Well, as someone who has in the past said that you do not like vacations, how did you feel about this vacation versus other vacations? Well, this was really? lovely because I yes. was with people who I all, like, yeah. really love and everything. Right. Uh, so that's, it was really great. Has it changed? Have you turned a page on vacations? Not really. (laughs) My thing with vacations is like, I will never like plan one of my own. Sure. Like I, except for that time I went to Europe to see the Spice Girls reunion concert. (laughs) Yes. Um, But like even that, like my friend plans that whole Mm. thing. Like I was just like, if you plan the whole thing, you can have the Spice Girls ticket for free. (laughs) Uh, And so he did. And so I... I w- I'm very happy to partake, okay. but I'm not one to put in the emotional labor of like, this is what I want. This is how many people I'm reserving mm. the Airbnb. I'm organizing this whole thing. Right. Like that's just not in my blood. That's fair. I'm, I'm happy to be a follower in those situations. <laughs> um, All right. Well, good. I think that's good to know. Cause in my mind I was like, Oh, maybe Matt Seals, maybe I shouldn't even invite him. Cause like he hates vacations. No, I had a but, lovely time. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. Um, so wait, should we dive into the news for idiots? I guess. Let's All go. right, let's go, let's go. Um, did you see that Jada Pinkett Smith had a red table talk? I saw that she like finally addressed it. I mean, I don't know how much she addressed it. Yeah, it, like I think the red table talk was mostly about alopecia and like okay. she said something about like her alopecia family getting together, talk to people with alopecia. The thing that was said about the slap, which again, we'll never not be talking about. Now about Oscar night, my deepest hope is that these two intelligent, capable men have an opportunity to heal, talk this out and reconcile with the state of the the world today we need them both and we all actually need one another more than ever until then will and i are gonna wait uh until then will and i are continuing to do what we have done for the last 28 years and that's keep figuring out this thing called life together thank you for listening i guess sure (laughs) that's a very nice way of putting everything yes i have i don't disagree with those sentiments it's a nice sentiment but I'm learning anything new. No. And it's like, I can't tell if we're just leading up to a separate Red Table Talk episode with Chris Rock and Will Smith. Oh, I mean. Or if there's going, if it's all going to be hashed out behind the scenes. I don't know. If I were a betting man, I'd say we'd be back at the Red Table sometime soon. Oh, sure. We you want know, some viewers here. The Smiths love to monetize. And I mean, we can't say anything bad about that. We just received $50 and can't stop talking about it. <laughs> That was a big day for us, all right? This is the big day for us, guys. Um, so that Cheesecake Factory was expensive it yesterday. It was, but oh, that bread. That bread? The thing is, people, you think, are we over-hyping the bread? We, there's so much brown bread talk. They sell it in stores now. I like that white bread, too. I don't need the white bread. Oh, I love that the white bread. The white bread is there. The white bread is nice and doughy. Yeah, but it's not what. It's not why I bought the ticket. I bought the ticket for all the bread. I Thank didn't. You. I'm here for the brown bread. I was only. also that asshole who, who ordered on like the skinny menu. <laughs> like <laughs> you the, the low cal menu. And Sarah had made a whole thing. It's like, I wish they'd rename it. I feel like if you ordered from there, wouldn't you feel like some so, so much shame? And Matt was like, well, yes, from the skinny licious menu, I would <laughs> because, like. <laughs> because it looked good. Like the one, and I asked the waitress, I was like, so between this item on the skinny licious menu and this item here, which would you pick? And the waitress was like, oh, I really like that like skinny licious item. And I was just like, yeah, I realize it's like a thousand calories less, but like, <laughs> Like, is it like just as good? And she's like, yeah, it's like uh, great. I think half of it is delicious at the end. Besides girlicious, nothing sounds cool with licious just tacked on the end. Girlicious <laughs> sounds the opposite of cool. It sounds okay. very cool. I was just listening to that album the other day. Oh, well, I mean, Ooh, a classic album. Absolutely. But like, I have some notes about the name of the group. <laughs> I have no notes. But girl-licious. I mean, like me is oh. truly 
like a smash hit. Do you wait? Also, just unrelated. Do you like Girlicious more than you like Danity Kane? Oh yes, absolutely. I think that's wrong. Well, also, like the thing is, I just love how angry you get when I like talk about how insignificant Danity Kane was to my life. Of course, it's upsetting. <laughs> they are a huge deal. But I just love seeing how mad you get. Well, I won't give you that satisfaction. And hey, anymore. they hate each other. So Girlicious, I'm sure they still hang out. Um. Uh, yeah, I, I, some of them seem to have gotten honestly the two people involved in the punching incident seem to get along the best of all of them oh look at that I That's, mean look at that Jada was right she really Jada was Jada was right we need them all we, we need them need all, them all. <laughs> um, did you see this Kathy and a Jimmy tweet um, I saw something happened and like I got nervous. So, okay. It's not bad for Kathy. <laughs> it's bad for SJP. So SJP, I think, was doing press. I don't know if it was for the upcoming Hocus Pocus reboot. It must not be. It must be. And just like that, basically, Kim Cattrall got brought up again. There was discussion yes. as like, why was she not in it and just like that? And she's just like, no one's ever talked about me this way. I just not how I remember her situation. But I wish people would stop calling it a fight because it's one-sided. She's doing the talking and she's allowed to do so. But it's not a fight. And I just wouldn't feel comfortable working with her again. And like, so we didn't even offer her the role when and just like that came out. And the day that this interview dropped, Kathy tweeted two separate things to Kim Cattrall. Sending love to my brilliant, authentic, talented, beautiful, hilarious. Hilarious Kim Cattrall today. Miss you. At Kim Cattrall, sending you all the love and support in the world today. One of the best, most authentic. Is authentic used in that's, both of yes, them? That's the thing. Authentic is really what stands authentic out Authentic humans here. and the business uh, and maybe the world. Dinner soon, my love. And maybe the world. Whoa. I mean, what? Thank God Hocus Pocus 2 has already been shot. <laughs> Honestly. Thank God it's already been Because filmed, you would but, be shit out of luck. Oh my God. I... Like it's 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 like the um, Anna Kendrick thing we were talking about. It's like, are, is is SJP just a monster and we're not knowing that? Because Kathy and Jimmy is not. A no, monster. Kathy and Jimmy is objectively the, probably the greatest person on earth. <laughs> like, and if nothing so, else, she's not like dramatic for the sake of being dramatic. No, she's, she's like not mixing up in Hollywood drama for no reason. Doesn't feel very Kathy and Jimmy. No, it, it's not at all. I, I want to know what happened. Uh, on set of Hocus Pocus. Well, I knew that Sarah Jessica Parker was maybe the reason why it took so long for a sequel to happen. Really? I didn't hear that. Um, yeah. And so maybe she, Kathy was upset about that. I wonder what happened on set with Hocus Pocus 2. And now I wonder like when Hocus Pocus 2 comes out, what's the promotion going to be like? Because the promotion needs to be the three, three of them together I mean, at all times, glued to the hip, I, locked I, in a house and like recorded for reality television. I assume that they will all three of them be together and then they will just preface by saying no Kim Cattrall questions. <laughs> Oh because that's all I would want to ask if I was like an interviewer with the three of them is like so those tweets if you were an interviewer and you were asking them questions about objectively one of the greatest movies of all time and you were like let's a, talk about Kim and Cattrall a I would movie slap that, you across the face a movie that is fine and that people have given a lot because of their nostalgia talk about fine You're, you love Danity Danity Kane. Kane's amazing and have done a lot of great things alright guys vote below what is better Hocus Pocus <laughs> or Danity this Kane this feels a bit apples and oranges done <laughs> honestly a, a little bit a movie that has stood the test of of decades. You don't think damage gets talked about every single day because it does. Because that's like, do do you got a first aid kit handy? Um. So I just I would love the maybe Ryan Murphy feud is on the case. Maybe we'll get this. All right, cool. Just everyone vsjp. If the mon- money's not there, I'm sure Jada would love to have them for a red table talk as well. So speaking of drama for drama's sake, at Mariah Carey's twenty. I don't even know how old it is at this point. We don't say the age. We don't, we don't, the don't age. say the number. It's, classic it's a classic Christmas song. song. That's, that's how old it is. It's classic. All I Want for Christmas is You is now 
Uh, Mariah and her co-writer, uh, Walter Afanasiev, have been named in a lawsuit brought by Andy Stone, who has accused the pair of copying the huge song All I Want for Christmas is You, reportedly being, Mariah's reportedly being sued for $20 million following claims that Andy, that the hit song was taken from a tune with the same name he wrote for Vince Vance and the Valiants back in 1989. If you listen to the songs, and even if you read, like, the lawsuit, the only thing that overlaps between the two of them is the title of the song. There is a separate All I Want for Christmas is You that Kelly Clarkson has covered that came out before Mariah's that just has the same name. There are no lawsuits flying about. Nope. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. This person has no claims. How many songs have the same fucking title? How, do you think Lady Gaga was the first Just Dance to be released? How many Sobers are there? And they're all great. And they're all great. And none of them should sue one another. It's just yeah. like... Mariah's getting inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame this month. Can we leave her the fuck alone? Like, do you, and it's like, is the goal here just to get into the news, Andy, whomever? Because you're certainly losing this case. Like, oh, yeah. ever, legal experts on Twitter are going through, like, the filing or whatever and seeing all of the mistakes that were made. And it's just like, this is so shoddily thrown together. And the fact that it's being reported so much, like, why, you know, friends are texting me, like, oh, I knew she was a fraud with this link. And it's like, I knew she was a fraud. I mean, you dumb bitches. Like, this has no less and is ridiculous and I just I don't understand the point what's happening it's like do people not know that there are several songs with the same titles truly like Like, what are we even like I can't believe it's not been thrown out already and I can't believe it was such a slow fucking news week that I saw this in like several press pieces it's crazy I'm sorry you had to go through that in your birthday celebration I know I know it's really the the hardest time of year for me my birthday celebration whichever week you choose that year whichever week it happens (laughs) I'm so focused on making sure everyone has a great time in Palm Springs I can't take this emotional labor on as well your actual birthday week week who cares about that i mean but. we care but not in the same way um and a move that has upset me just because again the sheer number is upsetting avril lavigne's let go has turned 20 and the deluxe edition of with remastered b-sides and her version of breakaway which she wrote for kelly clarkson has been released and her version of breakaway is great like of the course first, it is. I mean, I believe it was just recorded recently and they re-recorded it. I don't think the demo with her on it exists or is available, but it is so good. And also my favorite B-side from that era is a song called Why. And it was always just acoustic. Like it's the B-side to Complicated. It was always just acoustic and she just was singing over an acoustic guitar. It was lovely. And like a fully produced version is included on this uh, 20, 20th anniversary edition. I'm like still trying to decide how I feel about it, but I'm glad that I have both options to listen to. You know what I mean? Okay. God, what an album. What an album. I list, I was reading the Pitchfork went back and reviewed that album a few years ago and like there was a whole fucking article and they gave it a 6.6 which is not high enough. That's crazy. But the, just like the making of this album like her getting her this deal her work with the Matrix and the whole fallout over complicated just who's going to start in that biopic? I mean Avril Coach she looks the same. <laughs> I didn't know something like dramatic stuff happened with that. It wasn't that dramatic. It just was like they were signing her thinking she was going to be country pop kind of thing. Country pop. Yes, because she got started singing on stage with Shania Twain. And like her initial demos were very country pop, like going to be Taylor kind of thing. I know. But that's something. I know. I did not know that fact. That's something new. It's true. Oh, my God. Uh, So it's, it's better that it turned out this way. But I encourage you all to take a listen to why and her version of Breakaway. Um, let's see. What is this? Um, oh, did you see that cast member interrupting the proposal at the Iconic. Disney Iconic. 
truly iconic. Explain to the people what happened. Uh, so it's Disney World Paris, right? Uh, I yes, I believe so. Uh, so, I mean, there were two people who <laughs> decided to, or the the guy decided to propose to his girlfriend at mm-hmm. Disney World, and he decided to illegally go up onto a platform where like only performers can perform. <laughs> I mean, okay, this is really skewed the way you're telling the story, but go on. And uh, the person who worked uh, at Disney World said, not on my watch. Mm-hmm. And uh, right as she was saying yes, he comes up from behind them, grabs the ring, and goes down the stairs and guides them down the <gasps> stairs. He shows them the way with his hand, and the guy like goes down, and he's just like, she said yes. And he's like, that's great, but it, she, she can also say, it's great down here, too. She can do it down here. And I'm just like, yes, she can do it down there. I, that's the thing. is like I feel <laughs> I feel like in your retelling of this and our discussion of it, your team, the guy who works 1, at... 1,000%. Anyone who has ever worked a service job of any kind should be on this guy's team. Why? Just let them have because this... Because these are the rules. Oh, my God. And to, it's like when people, like, for a long time during COVID, uh, like, people couldn't enter during, like, the, the side entrance of the restaurant. And there mm. were signs all over the place and chains up. You cannot enter this way. This is for employees only. Every ten minutes, someone would enter through that freaking thing, and we and we would just be like, "Hi, <laughs> hi, thank you for endangering our lives. Thank you so." Much. Whose lives were they endangering by getting on that they were, stage? They and could proposing. have been endangering their own lives. Maybe uh, regular park people are not allowed on there for their own safety purposes because if they fall off of that stage or platform maybe it's not secured because a performance is not happening there and then whoop they fall and break their legs and Disney gets sued and we know that Disney can't afford to lose money oh you're right <laughs> Disney's really close to closing up shop um, and so I am just always like a, like at the restaurant I never let customers get away with anything <laughs> oh my god I am like oh no this is the system I personally feel like this is just a quick moment of joy that these two people could have and honestly if nothing else, don't touch the ring. Like you could have like kindly moved them oh, I down think the it's, stairs. I think that's balls. That is rude. Uh, like this, love it. this person spent a lot of fucking money on that ring. You could be stealing it for all he knows. Well, I, he should have been holding on to it tighter. <laughs> I, <guess. laughs> just, I just find that very shocking. Um, trying to think is there anything else that we really need to discuss Shakira and her guy are breaking up after like 11 years together they have two kids um, Gerard Peak, I believe his name is Pick. I don't know he's a footballer soccer player man and apparently he was cheating on her and it's like oh, who, well, who cheats on Shakira who cheats on Shakira I know so F that guy uh, Nene Leakes is being sued for um, for being out and about with another woman's husband who is apparently Nene Leakes' boyfriend is still married and in certain states in the US you can sue uh, the person that is cheating with your spouse if you'd like to and that person liked to who, who wait how can you be sued for that I think it only in certain states you can like maybe this is happening in Virginia or North Carolina, but you, she is being sued um, for what is the actual thing? It's like, uh, oh, alienation of affection. Most states have disallowed such suits, but because it's really just the game of love. But this uh, person is suing for more than a hundred thousand dollars, huh? Because she suffered emotional distress, mental anguish, for and loss of affection. Oh, this is all so stupid. I mean, this is the week of like stupid lawsuits. I know. Oh my God, I can't believe this is allowed in some states. Mm. I mean, well, okay. oh, this is what happens <laughs> when you leave things up to states' rights, huh? Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Um, okay, is there anything else? Did you see Matthew Morrison is coming out and saying he got fired from So You Think You Can Dance because apparently he sent inappropriate messages to this dancer and made her uncomfortable. He's saying he just was trying to get this uh, dancer a job as a choreographer and like all that was said in the message was, hey, it's Matthew. If you don't mind, I would love to get your number and talk through some things. The end, Matthew said. And it's like a very self-serious like. That's all. Are there? Are they screenshots? No. Okay. <laughs> I would like to see the screenshots of the text. I would and as then, well. And then we can determine. Then we can go on Red Table Talk. Yes. And, and that, because that's like uh, court at this point. You know? Yeah. I think yeah. that's our new court. And then court. we'll be the jury. Yeah. Me and you and uh, Jackson can be the tiebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I think that's all good. Is there any other news for idiots that I may have missed? Oh, I mean, are we going to talk about the Amber Heard Johnny? De- I don't want to. That's I mean, not. <laughs> the only thing I will say, neither of us have watched a second of the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. It came out that I think they both won, but he won $10 million from her and then she countersued and won $2 million, one of her several countersuits. And there were two Instagram posts that went up, one from him, one from her about like the result of the case. And I did, again, did not watch this trial. So I'm speak, maybe speaking out of turn, but to me, these two were um, were abusive to one another from what it sounds like. And what she is being sued for was she spoke about being a survivor of abuse, did not name Johnny Depp and still he's suing her for loss of work as a result of her article or speaking about this without mentioning his name and has won. That to me seems a little weird. And I feel like people, the court of public opinion is very much on his side, Uh but it's like, he's a movie star. Like being charismatic is like a part of it. Like I don't feel like just cause you're watching him on, you know, at, the, on the trial and being more likable means that you should win $10 million when this woman didn't even say your name. Yeah, he's definitely had like a more built-in audience, of I guess course. you would call it, like a built-in fan base, which yes. is ridiculous to call something that's like a court case. <laughs> like they're not, they shouldn't, there shouldn't be fan bases I know. for court cases. I don't know. I didn't follow this at all. I was more emotionally invested in the Monique versus DL Hughley. Oh my God. <laughs> um, argument that was happening this week. Um, that, that, was, many- that was my Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard. But I'll, also is so weird because the the Instagram posts are now being tracked like the celebrities who like each of their posts is being tracked and I'm like I do feel weird about this person who liked the Johnny Depp post but now it's like but I didn't really know what happened in the trial but also why are we I just is like I wish we could have all stayed out of it like the fact that this was streamed live which I feel like was a part of the Johnny Depp team uh, their plan of action was to get the streamed live because knew that he knew that people would be on his side it just feels Unnecessary. Like, it's like this is an issue between the two of them. I don't, on paper, understand why she's being sued at all, but maybe she comes, but like coming off weird on the stand doesn't mean she should lose. I don't know. Yeah. I feel weird about it. And like, my G jerk reaction is, of course, believe women, as I thought we all were, but I guess likability means more than that. I, I truly don't know. I don't know any of the facts. I know someone pooped in someone's bed, allegedly. I, that's like literally the extent of what I know. Right. Um, I don't even know who she is. I mean, I knew <laughs> like, she was in she was Aquaman. Aquaman. But like, I feel like this, the allegation the or the article that she posted was came out before Aquaman came out. It might it? have. But I think uh, all of this so hubbub I, around it and the suit around it might have caused her to lose that job or have a much minimized role in the yeah. sequel to Aquaman or yeah, something. Yeah, I definitely know that. But I, I don't, I, I truly can't give any input with this. My input is even if she's weird, I feel like we should stick with believe women until really proven otherwise. And I haven't heard anything that makes me go against her besides like, she seems crazy on the stand. And I'm like, that doesn't seem like enough. Um, I, I don't know. I don't, I haven't paid attention to the, the, 
facts right or non-facts whatever i don't know (laughs) really i love that you came you brought this up i'm sorry (laughs) and then you've repeatedly said i don't know (laughs) as we discuss it it's really helpful you saying like well i have some thoughts about i do but yeah i mean yeah the thoughts are basically like we don't know (laughs) i know that i don't like what's happening that i know okay okay let's take a break we'll be back with more 2k mats the podcast Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, what do we have to remind the people, Matt Palmer? Oh, we have to remind you, if you like this podcast, make sure to go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. It really helps us. We'd super appreciate it. We appreciate all of you so much who listen. But if you rate on Apple Podcasts, review on Apple Podcasts, and even give us a five-star rating on Spotify, they have that now, we would super-duper appreciate it. We say we're going to say this in every episode, and we never do. I know. So, And and we're only saying it now because someone told us on uh, the chat during YouTube that we had forgotten. That we we were like, we're going to say this first Thing when we start the podcast, Matt Palmer hits record, and we're we just go. Our brains go empty. Our what brains is just that? Going to performance mode. We're just natural performers. You want to know what else? I I was, was totally going uh, to say at the beginning of the episode, but totally forgot. What? I, you know how we've always been like, what are we going to call the two gay mats stands? Yes. Like, what's the fandom called? Yeah. Every pop girl has a, a stand name and everything. And I realized last week you said something about how. Uh, if you watch two gay mats and you had to be either like the Kathy or the Jamie in the relationship, <laughs> likely you are the Kathy. That's true. And so I'm like, maybe the two gay mats fans should be called the Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's a little bit of a deep cut. I don't know how many people know last five years like that. But the fact that it's such a deep cut is will make people go when people, when people are like, I'm a Kathy. They'll okay. Be like, What's a Kathy? We're going to need to look at the chat at the end of the podcast and see how they feel about the name. Cause if they're like a resounding, no, uh, then we can't do it. Guys, you're the Cathy's. Vote okay? below. No, he, we're no. Vote below. We're not deciding what they're called. Oh, there's a lot of voting going on. Uh, hey, we, lo- week, we love is- voting, which is what you should be doing if you are in LA. Make sure to vote and get your uh, ballot in by Tuesday. It's also talking to me because I will. I have Yes. What part of the podcast okay. are we on? <laughs> we are on uh, Email My Heart. This is the section of the podcast where we answer any questions that you guys might have. You can be a part of Email My Heart if you email us at twogaymats at gmail.com to spell T-W-O. Um, so we got one email. I'm not sure what to make of it because it's it's a lot. Um, this is from... Oh, uh, we also got a follow-up email. Do you see that? Oh, we did? Yes. Do you want to do that one as well? Uh, yeah, I do. Sure, why not? Yes, but sorry, go Neither on. of us have a uh, good moments. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. Uh, so this comes to us from uh, Nova, which I love the name. Uh, the subject is when your mom beats the hell out of your man. Dear Matt and Matt, my life is my life right now is literally a movie and not a good one. Mm-hmm. I was raised in a strict Christian household and my mother has always had an issue with my sexuality. To be honest, I suffered a lot of emotional abuse from her as well, including me being put out of the house and various other things I don't want to get into. Over the years, we agreed I would keep my life separate and it has been working pretty well until this past Memorial Day, at least. I have been dating this incredible guy the past year and I love him very much. He has even recently moved into my apartment. He also knows about my mom and 
our relationship. To my complete surprise, my mother drove all the way up a two-hour trip to surprise me on Memorial Day, and when she walked in and saw my boyfriend, she completely flipped her shit and said some pretty disrespectful things, and my boyfriend fired back, and his savage gay boy mouth, which led to her dragging him around my apartment like a rag doll and completely clobbering him. I'm almost 200 pounds, and I couldn't even separate them. Both are now mad at me because I can't take a side in this. I love them both. Help me. Okay. I don't... This is uh, this is upsetting. Yes. Um, I don't like to hear this. I think it is smart and brave of you to have that boundary with your mother of like, okay, this is what our relationship's going to be. This is not what it is. Yes. And clearly that, you know, in my opinion, a surprise visit on Memorial Day, if you have this relationship with your mother that's been working well, that's kind of separated and, and you know, respectful, it's a little bit of a boundary cross in my personal opinion. But uh, on the other edge of things, to me, maybe because I am Southern, no matter what... My partner's mother, if attacks me verbally, says to me, I'm not responding. He, in my opinion, should have just removed himself from that situation, locked the door to the bedroom. The relationship that needs to be discussed and like the one that's in trouble is with you and your mother. Like he doesn't, he's actually kind of a non-factor in that relationship. She needs to get on board with you dating a boy and having him live there or not. But like, him attacking back with like sassy gay boy savagery is not going to help the situation out. Yeah. Of course she gets physical, which is bad and horrible and we cannot stand behind. But what I would do for right now is keep them siloed and be like, mom, this is who lives in my apartment. So if you come and surprise uh, me here, you will be seeing both of us. He lives here too. We are together. You can deal with that and not come or you can be respectful to both of us. And well, because it's very clear the mother st- still wants to have a relationship with you, right? You know, um, which is a, a good thing, right. but you know that is a a big boundary cross. Oh my god, on her part, yes, and, and just in general, uh, no one should do that to someone else, no matter what they say. Um, but yes, I. I I, and I, the thing that upsets me is the fact that they both seem to be angry at you. Right. Because they're the ones that caused the situation. And it's like it they're expecting like. you to take a side. There are no sides here. No. It's just like I am with my boyfriend partner and then like this is my mother. And if you guys want to not be in each other's lives, that's fine. If you want to remain in my life, then you will have to acknowledge that both of you exist. And if you're in the same space, be respectful. Um, but this uh, kind of physical altercation, verbal battling, like this is not going to do anyone any good. Like yeah. it's only going to be worse. Um, I think it's good that you've set boundaries with your mother. I think you should uphold those. Let her know that she crossed them. And I mean, if you need to set boundaries with your boyfriend as to what he can and cannot do regarding your family or say regarding your family and situation, then do that. Um, but I, I'm just so sorry because this honestly, it sounds like you're the victim here oh. in all of this. Like you yeah. are really being put in such a horrible position and you don't deserve that. Yeah. And it's important that you let them know like that they are putting you in this position and they both love you. Yeah. So they should be open to hearing about that, like right. hearing that and understanding that and everything. Um, I, I'm just, I'm so sorry that I know. I'm I, sorry too. I, I am really hoping that you find some clarity that everyone involved find some clarity. Yeah. Um, in and that, that there's no and more violence yes. verbally or physically because no one needs that. No. All right. Um, we have a follow up as well from last week's. Was it last week that we received the email I, about the straight friend who didn't want to talk? I to? believe it was last week. Okay. Um, okay. From uh, Shay. 
saying, hi guys, thank you so much for your advice. I think I owe you two an update. My friend uh, I was talking to yesterday actually called me. I did how he actually called me. Great. All right. Um, I did, however, ask why he's calling me since he's not allowed to talk to me anymore. <sighs> the conversation didn't go too well. He kept telling me I needed to understand that it's disrespectful to talk to people that you've slept with when you're in a relationship with somebody and that she just doesn't like me. <laughs> I then... <laughs> Doesn't like me. You think I like you? Yeah, okay, girl. sorry, move on. <laughs> uh, uh, I then told him that when she's gone and another person comes along, I'll probably be discarded again. But what uh, did it is him telling me that if I'm upset about all this, it makes him question if I was ever his friend in the first place. Oh, And girl. he thinks I'm the one that wants to be with him. <laughs> He now doesn't want to speak to me at all and wants me to stay away from my goddaughters. I guess some good things just come to an end. What hurts out of everything is that my goddaughters will no longer have their Uncle Shay to take them for wagon rides and buy them ice cream anymore. Thanks for everything, guys. Shay, good riddance. Good riddance to bad rubbish. That is not a friend. That is no straight ass. man who's going to look at you and say, well, I bet since you don't agree with this, you just always wanted to be with me anyways. Like, you're a moron. Yeah, like, like, you just need to understand that like in a relationship, like you can't talk like and it's like well maybe she needs to understand that like in you can still be friends with someone who you like have been with before like even even though you guys didn't used to date right like i think you can very well be friends with someone who you used to date depending on like the situation so i think she's the one that needs to do some understanding and i think he's needs to do some soul searching uh, the people i feel bad for are those kids you're yes. you know the people those little kids who you're the grandparent for them like they are going to miss out on such a great person those two adults in the situation that aren't you can go and just be on their merry way they've made their choice they're kind of gross to me yes, we, <laughs> wish, we wish everyone the best we wish everyone the best but like paths don't need to cross again so shay go find people that love you and can treat you well because this ain't it yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. Um, and another kind of like serious, not like nowhere near as serious as oh. the other two. Uh, we've gotten like such serious. I don't know how this. I mean, we're two weeks. idiots. I know <laughs> on a microphone. But I know we're just a bunch of Cathys who <laughs> don't know what we're doing. I'm so. But sorry. we're happy to give advice if we can. Well, we're, we're happy even if the advice isn't great. At least we are sending love. Hey, I think the advice is good. Okay. Hey, at least mine is. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> oh, I'm just like oh. Um. So this comes from Bruno. No. Bruno says acting straight. Hi, Matt. So today I want to know your thoughts on straight actors playing queer characters. I've been a part of this discussion for a while, and being gay myself, I stand by the better actor should get the part. I understand this debate started because of a real problem that needs a solution, but I just don't know if we're going towards the right one. Meaning we went from bagging straight actors to play these parts to canceling those who want to play these parts. And I personally don't think the way we're and I personally don't like the way we are treating our allies. The queer community has never been as strong as now, and it's amazing that our voices are finally being heard, but it can also be dangerous. Like, it seems harmless when a person throws shade at straight actors playing queer for uh, queer roles for awards, but then you see Love Victor's lead actor receiving death threats because he's stolen a queer actor's opportunity, and suddenly it's not so harmless. I'm saying all this to explain my point of view, but I really would like to know about Matt Steele's experiences being a queer actor himself in the industry and what both you guys think about the subject um well i mean i guess i don't really have much to say since the question wasn't really to me <laughs> but <laughs> i mean uh do you uh, you can take a break for half an hour no I, uh, 
I will say, talk about this all day. As a Love Victor viewer, that actor should not be getting death threats. No. I mean, is the headline like, I learned about this because my cousin's gay? It's like, it is funny. <laughs> like, I feel like some of the jokes about straight actors playing gay are funny. Obviously, death threats over the line. Yes. To me, again, I'm not in the industry. We'll hear from Matt Steele very soon. I feel like you're going to probably get a... Like, you're, there's no shortage of gay or queer actors who could play these roles. So if you can find one, you're going to add to the authenticity, the word of the day. Uh, uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and you're, it's, I feel like you're also going to give a job to someone who I'm sure gets told a lot of times that they can't play straight roles because they come across gay or seem gay and have so many doors closed in their faces. Um so I would, if given the option, if the talents were equal, go with the queer person for the queer role. I mean, I think that there's like a lot of like nuance that doesn't get discussed in these two sides of this conversation mm. that like exists. I mean, so, okay, you, you can play whatever roles you want. It is a free country. People can artistically express themselves, however. And obviously there have been amazing, amazing, amazing performances by straight actors as gay, queer like trans roles, everything in the past and everything. And so I am so happy those performances exist. And the fact that those performances exist, like have opened doors for more queer stories to be told, which has slowly opened doors <laughs> for like gay actors and everything. Um, however, just saying that, Oh, the role should go to the best person is in my opinion, very much just sort of um, uh, not, acknowledging how the entertainment industry works. Mm. That is just not how it happens. No one, like, there's no way to determine who is the best person for the role ever. It's subjective. Um, it's, it's all, A, all subjective. And also just, there are people who have so many more opportunities are at such a certain status level in their acting career that they are being offered these roles and are, as seen as more viable candidates for these roles than people who haven't been able to establish their career. How do you establish your career? By building your resume and such. How do you build your resume? By being seen as marketable. It has only been up until extremely recently that a visibly, noticeably queer, gay, whatever person has been seen as marketable for sure. in the industry. I mean, so there have been so fewer opportunities for gay actors to play any type of role to build their resume to get the big juicy roles. Um, also, it's not acknowledging the fact that when you are an actor, you you aren't Meryl Streep right away. You're not like being offered roles or going out for roles that like really stretch yourself. Like Meryl Streep's able to play an Irish woman one day and then an Italian woman the next day and all this stuff because she has worked her way up to that status. Um, when people start off in the industry, they have to market themselves as myself. I am a small, energetic, little redheaded guy. And most of the time to most people, I come across as gay at first glance because I am. <laughs> and so that is how I market myself. However, um, uh, straight actors have the, I guess, advantage that they are always seen as neutral. Yes. And so they are always seen as, oh, well, this actor, because they're neutral, they can do this type of role and this type of role and this type of role and have this type of personality. Whereas the more uh, gay actors mm. who are more noticeably gay are not seen as neutral. Right. We are not being able to seen as able to stretch ourselves in any sort of way because, and this also is because a lot of people still attribute gayness to 
one t- personality type. Right. You know, it's just like, oh, their personality is gay. Whereas like we know there can be gay and have all different types of personality types and everything. But you know, the straights don't necessarily see that. Um, so, so straight people are always naturally seen as more malleable and are seen as better actors. I'm putting that in air quotes (laughs) just because there isn't a personality already attached to them. Um, and gay actors have to jump through several more hoops to be taken seriously as actors. Um, I mean, straight actors don't get criticisms that, uh, like, for example, when I would go on workshops and meet with casting directors and stuff like that, they would always fill out little questionnaires about my performance, my look, my everything. I would get, on a scale of one to five, five being the best, it would be like, personality, five, look, five, of course, Um, (laughs) headshot, five, performance, five. And then the question, would you call this actor in? I have gotten a couple no's because, and then when you explain it, I need to know that you can play straight first. Oh, your industry is awful. I have those papers in my desk right now, saving those for a rainy day with the casting director's names on top. Oh, Lord. I know. You're going to blow up everything. I know. I wouldn't do that, but like I could if I wanted to. Um, So it's kind of just like, well, how do you know I can't play straight? Unless you call me in. Right. And it's like I was just doing a monologue as myself because I wanted to market myself as myself. This is what you get. So, of course, it's going to come across as naturally gay. Like, what should I have done? Should I have acted straight just to but then have been not interesting? It just feels I feel like it's a part of society as a whole. Obviously not as like. It's so overt in your industry, but I feel like the idea of like the cis straight white person being the neutral and everything else being like, oh, well, this is your whole thing. And like anything that is not cis straight and white just being like, oh, well, this is an offshoot. This is how we see you. These are the only roles you can fit in. Like, best of luck. And then having to compete with people that are straight and being like, well, this straight guy, you know, he, he, the audience will connect so much, will be able to see themselves in them because he's not so noticeably gay. So if we just put him in a gay role and like have him do the thing, yeah. everybody and- wins. And everyone is so impressed because, wow, he was really able to stretch himself. And like, it's oh exhausting yeah. because it's like from what you've described, you're getting a percentage, like a small percentage of even the opportunities and auditions, not based on your talent, yeah. but based on how you come across on screen. So when there's something that matches up with how you come across on screen and a straight person gets it, I could see how that could be very frustrating. Oh, yeah, it's. Exactly. I mean, I'm also, I've also been to, uh, I remember one time I was at a commercial audition where they, the casting director always explains like what they want you to do at this audition. Mm. And w- the commercial audition, you just like stand there and say a line and like whatever. Um, and so the guy was like, all right, so this is what I want you to do. You stand here, you watch a car go by and then you say the line. Don't make him a character. Don't like make him weird. Don't make him gay. Uh, Don't make him a character. Uh, Just be yourself. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. And what I, did you say? I didn't. Well, I was with a group of like probably like 20 other guys and everything. And they were all like, okay, yeah, yeah, Don't yeah. make him and, gay. And I just flat out like muttered, not to him, but just like to myself where like the guys next to me could hear. I was like, what if you are gay? <laughs> Like thin one, like that is myself. That is my that is myself. Woo! So like, it just goes to show like the gayness is seen as a care like a personality that if you're a good actor you can get rid of immediately. Like Jesus you can just Christ. peel off because you're putting it on. That's like 
what it's insinuating. Truly, the more I hear about acting, I'm like, is this the worst industry? Like, is this the oh, worst? Oh, I'm sure there's worse. I hear about music, them having to make all those TikToks. <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm like, oh. I mean, Halsey will be fine. I just, it's, it's, Yes, I feel like the marginalization of gay people, of anyone, any, honestly, anyone who's not cis, straight, and white is always so disgusting and disheartening. And so when you see people that are encroaching upon the few opportunities that you have as a marginalized person, yeah. it's annoying. You're, you're just like, it's like, okay, every time I see a movie and there's gay characters and it's a straight actor in it, I do I roll my <laughs> eyes and go, yes. yes, but... Do I then see the movie and go, wow, that was a great performance? Right. Yes. Like, because okay. Like, I, I obviously like do not hold it against the act. No. Anything, but do I roll my eyes and play, like, so I'm not like anti straight actors playing gay roles. I am pro gay actors getting opportunities. Exactly. You know, so it's like, I, because this, the thing is like, this isn't like a civil right I'm fighting for. I'm right. not entitled to all of these gay roles and everything. Like, this is something I know I have to work towards and it's not going to be fair and it's not going to be easy and everything. But please forgive me if I roll my <laughs> eyes in frustration. And I feel like there's a big difference between rolling your eyes in frustration and like, DMing the actor on Love Victor oh and God. talking to film stuff. Oh like, my God. This of is a large swath, and I think we should be allowed an eye roll. Oh, Can we be allowed, allowed an eye roll, allowed. please? I'm not saying let's take to the streets. No. I'm just, just saying, like, this let me is roll annoying, my eyes about this. but you know what? I'm going to continue on with my day. And honestly, stuff like this, like, affects the actor's performances and everything. I right. mean, like, ask any BFA musical theater major boy mm. the first thing they tell you, and for years they pounce it in your head, just like, boys, you need to butch it up, you need to butch it up, mm. you need to butch it up, you need to butch it up, but be yourself. <laughs> and so... You know, honestly, like it like, has gotten it has gotten a lot easier through the years because, like, I've gotten to a point where I'm like, I don't give a fuck. That's like, good. What people think if they think the character's too gay or whatever. But honestly, whenever I do get an audition for a straight character, the first thing I think of in my head throughout the entire audition or throughout the entire performance, if I book the role, is not the scene. Yeah, the very thing that's at the forefront of my head is. Am I acting straight enough? But like, isn't am I that shitty? Straight? Like, doesn't that take away from your performance? One thousand so- million percent. Ugh. Yeah. So it's it like straight actors don't have to go through they that. Don't. They don't have to go. They can just do the scene and right. put everything into it. But I know if I were to put my whole body <laughs> into something, right. it would be it would not come across as straight. Right. It would. It probably wouldn't come across as gay. They'd probably come across as more alien like. <laughs> Uh, because you've seen me go for it. I have. And it's not have. very human sometimes. Um, but yeah, so it's like I am, am for, you know, I'm I'm for the gays having acting opportunities. Yes. I'm not anti-straight people playing. I think gay. that's fair. Yes, exactly. Well, Matt, still, I know we both have mentioned that we don't really have giving me moments this week, but do you have anything light that you'd like to say brought your week up, had made it a happier moment than it would be? You can uh, say no. I mean, vacation was lovely. Vacation was I lovely. had a lovely time with all of you. I even hung out with Sarah Bartlett in forever. Oh, what a queen. She's such a great friend of yes. mine. Yeah, I loved hanging with her and like meeting her boyfriend. Yes. Uh, and had you met Tim? You'd met him I've hung out with Tim a bunch of times. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Tim is great. Yeah. So I've, it was a lovely time. Yes. I guess that was my giving me moments. Yes. Other than that, I was just on hold for nine hours <laughs> trying to get so some sad. sort of money back in some sort of way. Hey. Or uh, just performing my heart out in my 12 
page audition. <laughs> I love that. Which could be, which was a gayish character. Hey, we love that. Yeah, and so I was really going for it. Hey, we'll see what straight guy gets it. Yeah, we'll see what, <laughs> what heterosexual man gets it. Uh, well, I guess we have the same giving me moments because mine was most certainly the birthday weekend, the Palm Springs of it all, having all of my friends together is always just a joyous occasion as we're getting older. I feel like there are less, there are fewer and fewer opportunities to get the gang together and so having so many people I love in the same space was wonderful. Um, I will watch Fire Island before this time next week, so I'm yes. sure. Because like, I also, even though I haven't seen the movie, I love that it's getting amazing reviews. I love that people are shouting out Bowen Yang for his ability to not be just hilarious on SNL, but also be like really heart wrenching and wonderful in like the more romantic scenes. So I'm just excited. I'm so excited for that cast being a lot of queer people getting queer roles, like we were just discussing. I mean, and Bros is coming out. I know. Like- it's all happening. Sick eyes. It's finally. Pretty soon we'll be able to like just delete this podcast. They'll be, because they'll be like, oh, that whole rant, rant Matt Steele went I on. Know. Not relevant Irrelevant. anymore. That's the past. That's like, you know, like the, hundreds of years ago. Yes. Hundreds, yeah. It'll take hundreds of years to get there, sadly, but it's yeah. true. <laughs> um, so I guess that's it. Is there anything else you'd like to tell the people? I just want to say thank you so much for joining us. And, you know, if uh, we've gotten some serious emails recently. Yes. So if you are having a hard time, we love you. Absolutely. We support you no matter what. You are all wonderful. Yes. Uh, and we adore you. And thank you so much much for tuning in thank and you so much to our live uh, people for to the Cathy's for, yes. for tuning in for the to the live chat and thank you all for listening to the podcast we'll be back next week with more two gay mats the podcast yeah bye and rate and review us oh we'll rate say and it review. again <laughs>